you know, life can be deep, but God is greater and higher and He's faithful. No matter what you go through, the good, the bad, the ugly, He meets you at every twist and every turn. And in those moments when you've got questions and you have no answers, there's one big answer that will never change, and that is God is faithful. He's always there. And all you got to do is call. No matter what the situation, no matter what the mistake, no matter what the failing, no matter your brokenness, He's there. He promises to be there. He promises to be faithful, to pick up all the pieces, to collect your tears in a bottle and wash you with them and bring restoration into your life. So hold on, my friend. Hope is just a prayer away. So never give up. Never give in. Dare to believe. One more time, because he's faithful. Hang in there, my friend. Your blessing's just ahead. You might not see it. You might not feel it. But all you got to do is know that if God is in front of you, the blessing is right there. So reach out, reach out to him. Cause in him, everything you're looking for is right in the center of his heart. And all you gotta do is run into the center of it and let him surround you with his goodness and his grace and his mercy. He just keeps pouring it out fresh every day, waiting for you to receive it. So walk with open hands. Be willing to receive. No, you don't deserve it. None of us do. <laughs> but that's why Jesus came. Hello, I'm Michelle McKinney Hammond, and welcome to Life Talk. You know, we've been talking about how to build your life or the house that you're going to live in and enjoy living in. Now, that requires a good foundation, and, and we examined the four cornerstones of that foundation. That would be you, God, purpose, and your relationship with others. Now that we've laid the foundation, let's look at the pillars in that house. There are four strong pillars that you need to erect in order for your life to be able to stand under pressure. Now, you know, pillars are the structures that hold up your life. So as you build a life that works, you'll also need support structures that hold you up when everything seems to be falling apart. Pillars are central to your existence, a vital ingredient in a life that works. First, you have the foundation, the four cornerstones on which the whole building will stand. Then you have to erect the pillars, which will hold up the walls and the ceiling. Everything else in life will lean on these things that have been put in place to support the structures of your life. Let's take an in-depth look at these pillars and how they'll affect your life overall. Faith, health, profession, and finance are the four areas that most wrestle with and use as support vehicles throughout life. If these areas are working well, then life is working as a whole. 
When these things are in place and their stability is established, most people release a sigh of relief and look at the big picture of life without much concern. Let's start with an essential pillar today, that of faith. What exactly is faith? It's the confident assurance that what we hope for is going to happen. It's the evidence of things we cannot yet see. What does that mean in layman's terms? Having faith means you believe that the things you hope for in your heart and dreams will manifest themselves in tangible reality by God's power, not yours. You know that you know that you know, so to speak, no matter what anyone says, no matter what things look like, that the vision you have is going to become real. And when it does, it will be solid evidence that you did not hope in vain. Faith is not something you can just work up on your own. It has to be grounded in something. It works in relationship with your knowledge of God. Faith cannot rest on men's wisdom, but only on God's power. Faith comes from knowing what God has promised to you, how he works, and his long record of accomplishing great and amazing feats and annihilating adversity. I recommend having a sort of faith trophy case. This would be where you harbor the memories of the ways and times that God has come through for you in the past. In fact, this trophy case could take the form of a journal in which you record how difficult circumstances worked out for the good or even better than you imagined. This record will build confidence for when you encounter another trial. You'll be able to look back and see how God worked things out for you in the past. This practice of remembering God's deliverance is very biblical. David said, praise the Lord. I tell myself and never forget the good things he does for me. You've probably learned by now that God will never allow you to sail through life minus interferences and setbacks because this is how character is built. Much faith will be required in order for you to endure all that is ahead of you in life. Faith has to be put to work in order for your life to present a smooth and desirable finish to all who behold it. And believe me, in order to wear life well, your faith needs to be firmly rooted, tight, and secure. So what does faith do? Faith has several different functions. First, it compels action. Although faith establishes and grounds you, it's also active. Faith compels the one who has it to do something. Without activity, faith is stagnant, and stagnation leads to death. Hence the quote from the Master Architect's blueprint that faith without works is dead. Faith also grows. It should be constantly increasing as we obey God. Working out is a good analogy for the process of growing faith. When you make your muscles experience resistance, those muscles begin to get bigger and stronger. The end result is something beautiful to behold, but it can be a painful process. It's true of building up bodies and building up one's faith. No pain, no gain. Also, faith beautifies. The trying of your faith, that resistance you feel when you embark on a new venture or determine to take life to the next level, will work to create perseverance or patience in you. James 1.3 says, The testing of your faith produces endurance. This endurance becomes the voice of experience in your life. And after a while, you don't get as upset at seeming setbacks because you've experienced the pattern of progress. This experience fuels you with hope that you will overcome any hindrances, delays, or distresses and ultimately prevail. You persist and never give up. 
Faith ultimately keeps you from being ashamed by failure and foolish rash actions during times of crisis. In the end, you have a beautiful work produced by faith. Now, faith also deflects attacks. Faith also works as a shield, deflecting the things that attempt to assault your life and stop it from working. Things such as fear, discouragement, doubt, ill health, financial setbacks, offense, you name it. Anything that sets you off and keeps you from advancing and building a great life. For example, after a friend or spouse offends you, only faith can restore your relationship. Your belief that things can be worked out and get better enables you to do the work required to restore your love for one another. Faith also generates strength. Faith can heal the sick when you get a gloom and doom report from the doctor. It is faith that makes you stay on a job you don't like. You believe you'll get your check at the end of the week, no matter how mean your boss is. In the face of adversity and trial, faith makes you go against the grain of what you think, feel, and see. It does not allow you to listen to the negatives, but helps you focus on the power of the original architect that would be God of your life. Perhaps this is why you have to contend earnestly for your faith at times. Fight for it. Without it, you wither and abdicate the life that works. Without this pillar, your ceiling and walls will crumble and your house will fall in on itself. Faith also helps us please God. In and of ourselves and our infinite humanity, we're just not wired to do the right thing of our own volition. It is faith that empowers us to please God. A friend of mine is quick to say if people knew better, they would do better. I'm not so sure about that. We all know better. Right and wrong are written onto our hearts from the beginning of time. We instinctively know right from wrong because we were designed that way by the master creator and architect. Faith works by love. Paul wrote, what is important is faith expressing itself through love. It is our love for God that makes us want to please him. Our goal becomes more about pleasing him than getting what we want. Still, when he's pleased, we usually do get what we want because we want what he wants. This love makes us trust that if we do things according to the master blueprint, life will work as it should. We'll triumph over the enemy. We will build lives that work and produce good fruit. What's your role in all of this? Since faith doesn't work without God. Your role is this. With this in mind, know that you must add to faith in order for it to increase and grow stronger. The blueprint that would be the Bible gives us instructions for how to do this. Peter, one of the architect's highly skilled contractors, is saying that we boost our faith by adding these elements, virtue, knowledge, self-control, and so on, to the mix of our lives. These elements reinforce faith so you can withstand any pressure, assault, or wear and tear that you might face. So let's look at these seven elements in a little more depth. First, let's take a look at virtue. Virtue or moral excellence sets you on the path of receiving good things because you've made a stand and determined to do things God's way. Your decision to conduct your life a certain way bolsters and reaffirms your faith. Your determination to obey God actually fuels your faith, so choose to obey. Secondly, knowledge. The more knowledge you have about God and why you believe what you believe, the more you secure your faith and render it immovable. Next is self-control. Your knowledge can only strengthen your self-control because you refuse to be ruled by your emotions and your lusts. If you believe the word of God, 
You know the outcome of destructive and sinful actions and understand the motivation for God's instructions, so you avoid them. Next is steadfastness or patience. As you make a habit of regularly obeying God, your faith will be strengthened by steadfastness or perseverance. Next is godliness. After a while, going against what you know and believe will be going against the grain of who you are. Godliness should become a part of your DNA. You should find it harder to do bad things because doing good things has become so ingrained in you. Next, brotherly affection. Faith, as a habit, will give you a greater sense of self, more confidence in who and whose you are. Your confidence frees you to exercise brotherly or sisterly affection. And last but not least, love. Brotherly affection matures into a deeper love. Love gives you the power to offer grace to all that you encounter because you choose to believe the best of them. When you look at all the qualities we use to supplement our faith, you can see why it's impossible to please God without faith. So many other qualities feed into faith. If one link suffers, the rest collapse with it. Then faith as a pillar becomes unstable and unsubstantial. The seven supplements, which we'll look at later, will stabilize our faith and furnish us with the creative energy we need to be fruitful and productive in all we attempt. In the Bible, seven is a significant number symbolic of perfection. Maturing and completing your faith with these seven supplements, simply put, makes us godly and gives us the power to build lives that work wonderfully. Our faith truly becomes a pillar on which the rest of the house can stand. If you have nothing to lean on, again, the structure of your life will collapse. And that, my friend, will just not work when it comes to life. Let me leave you with this construction tip. Do not attempt to build your life without faith. It will be shaky at best without it. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'd love to address whatever is on your mind on a broadcast. So why not email me at lifetalkmmh at gmail.com. Oh, and make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel at Michelle McKinney Hammond. Like my fan page on Facebook at Michelle McKinney Hammond. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter at McKinney Hammond for even more inspiration. For your goodness and your grace and the wonders of your ways and the miracles you constantly